The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Mari has grown her two fitness and nutrition brands. Co-founder of Bloom Nutrition. Forbes 30 under 30 list. A successful entrepreneur. Someone who has lost 90 pounds. Today's guest is Mari Llewellyn. Mari Llewellyn. My friend Mari. Welcome to the Pursuit of Wellness. Hi guys, welcome back to the Pursuit of Wellness podcast. Just a reminder, there are new episodes every single Monday. Tons of you listen, but only a small percentage subscribe. So don't forget to hit that button so you're notified every time a new episode drops. I don't want you guys missing any of this good info or any good conversations. So in honor of Mental Health Day tomorrow, I wanted to bring on two highly requested guests. Kat and Kendra of the KK Fit Twins. They are two OGs in the fitness industry. Many of you may know them from their heavy lifting as well as their extreme bulking and cutting phases. They've gone through many different physique transformations. However, their content has really shifted over the past year. They underwent an intense mental health challenge and have found a new approach to fitness after going through so much. I have gotten to know them personally and heard a ton about their story. I really, really resonated with them. And I really appreciate the girls for coming on the show and being so candid with me today. I know it's not easy. We got really deep and really honest. They were so real and raw. And I know so many of you are going to relate and gain a ton from this episode. We talk about transitioning from extreme bodybuilding to a more intuitive and balanced approach mental health struggles as public figures, struggling with identity, cutting phases and caloric intake, a relationship slash engagement update, which many of you asked about, skin, Gymshark, and so much more. With that said, I do want to give a trigger warning. On this episode, we discuss eating disorders and mental health struggles. I am going to link resources in the show notes if you are struggling with either of these things. Mental Health Day is coming up and mental health is such an underlying theme of the show and has been an underlying theme of my whole life. So I'm really, really happy that we are talking about it today in such a candid way. With that said, let's welcome Kat and Kendra to the pursuit of wellness. Today, I am honored to be joined by two amazing, strong women for their first podcast ever. Kat and Kendra, also known as the KK Fit Twins, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you, Mar. <laughs> Not a same, the same exact thing. You guys listening probably know these two as the KK Fit Twins. I've personally been following them since the beginning of my journey in 2017. Holy cow. Now we've become IRL friends, which, IRL. The, fo- IRL, <laughs> which the followers are really excited about. You guys are OG fitness influencers, Gymshark girlies who recently transitioned from an extreme bodybuilding lifestyle to more of a wellness approach, which Mm -hmm. I really, really love. Seems like you guys are really prioritizing self-love, mental health, hormone health. Mm -hmm. I think so many people listening are going to relate. Every time we get into our chats, I'm like, I cannot wait to get on the mic with you guys. Same. So let's start. Please introduce yourselves so everyone listening can differentiate the voices. I am Catherine. I'm Ken. I don't know if you're going to be able to tell that much of a difference in the voices. I feel like people think that we have an accent. You kind of do. I feel like we both kind of like have the same like voice and tone, but I feel like, so Kat's talking right now. I feel like my voice is a little bit raspy at the moment. Um, Mm. People have said that my voice is like a tad bit deeper than Kenny's, but. That's how we'll differentiate. But also a lot of people watch on video so they can tell by the outfit. Okay, amazing. 
cats in the black, kens in the neutrals, the yes. creams. Thanks for differentiating, guys. <laughs> Love it. So let's start all the way at the beginning. I want to hear how you guys got into fitness. Like, why did it interest you to mm-hmm. begin with? And when did you start? Mm-hmm. I guess I will start. This is Ken speaking. So we both played soccer for about, I played personally for 17 years, played a little bit through junior college. You were dating a guy at the time that well, like was like in, into lifting. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, so I, when I was playing soccer, I blew out both of my knees. I tore my right and my left ACL when I was like, okay, I feel like this isn't something that I can like sustain, but I like want to continue being mm-hmm, active. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember at the time, like even in high school, we were like just straight cardio bunnies. Mm-hmm. I remember even back then, like even when we were playing soccer, we were always kind of intrigued with the fit look. Mm-hmm. And we were good at playing soccer, but we also wanted to like kind of look the part. Mm-hmm. And that I feel like that can go back even further just regarding like body image, like when when you're younger and whatnot. But that's when, going back to what Ken said, that's when we kind of got into lifting. Um, I was scared to lift just because I didn't want to get like too muscular or too bulky as a kind of stereotypical girl goes through. And then I was, like Ken said, dating a guy who was into lifting and kind of like showed us the way. Yeah. And then we fast forward maybe like two or so years, we had the lifting part down, but we didn't have the nutrition part down. And it was kind of like a rat race. Like we're like, we're in the gym working out so hard, but nothing's really changing all that much. Like we're getting stronger, but physically we just kind of like look the same. But I, f- I feel like during that time too, like we thought like le- like nutrition wise, we're like, okay, like eat less, eat less. Like we, w- we wanted to like lose weight. Like I feel like we were kind of like in quotes, like skinny fat. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to like lose weight, but we also wanted to like build muscle. And we just didn't know how to go about it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. transitioning, we're like, okay, like we need to change something. So we started doing research. And I remember we were looking, was it? Paige Hathaway was she it might have been yeah, yeah. Like, the, like fitness OG. OG I saw her at Airwan the other day what really? in LA yes I freaked out I would I feel like I wouldn't really fangirl over many people I would be like I would be starstruck I I was yeah. I, I said hi and I was like you're amazing I didn't know that she lived here and she looks incredible still how old is she now and she has a baby she's a baby I know but yeah she was an OG yeah for sure yeah, yeah. and that fitness era was like a whole other uh-huh. thing uh-huh. I know I, I remember know. we looked up to I think it was Paige Hathaway and then Jessica Arvillo at the time. Yes. Which what she was doing bikini competitions and stuff at the time. Like we were super into the attracted to like the super lean, like muscular look. Yeah. But Did we just guys... didn't know how to get there. Yeah. I know. Well, it is confusing when you first start. And I also came into the industry when it was like the bikini competitor era. And mm-hmm. I remember following Miss Olympia, mm-hmm. Miss Bikini Olympia mm-hmm. at the time and just doing everything she did, mm-hmm. which has its own problems in itself, but it does kind of teach you about nutrition. Mm-hmm. Were you guys ever interested in competing or it was simply for passion? It's so funny because I feel like we've, we had always been super passionate about lifting and just overall fitness outside of competing. And then there was this lady who she was like some jacked bodybuilder at our gym. Her name was Patty. And she had we had talked with her a few times and she was like you guys should compete we're like oh no whatever whatever and then we'd see her again like oh you guys should compete we're like okay like let's just try it and see kind of like what can happen and she gave us like a meal plan a workout plan I think we did it for a week and we're like no like I'm not I feel like it just it really just took the fun out of it yeah 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 I could see that it's very structured yes it was like too much pressure 
It makes it a job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember literally only being able to eat like sweet potato, chicken, tilapia, and asparagus. And, and like, like maybe oatmeal. And 12 almonds. Like it was, and it was just like insane. super specific. Yeah, it was insane. Which I get it. If you're, if you are like competing and trying to go down that route, you do have to be very like on it with your nutrition. Like I'm sure I, we, we were even, I mean, going into the whole bodybuilding space, like going through bulking and cutting, fast forwarding a little bit we were super dialed in and like super on it mm. and we were very passionate about it yeah and I for feel a long like time right and I feel like if you have very specific like performance and physiques, I feel like that is a route to go there's a time and a place there's definitely mm-hmm. a time mm-hmm. and a place mm-hmm. yeah there's definitely a time and a place So fall is here, everyone's back to school, back in the office, and I know how crazy everything can get. And it's difficult to keep up with a good dinner time routine when everyone's so busy. You want to stay healthy, you want to keep it interesting. And that's where HelloFresh comes in. You guys have heard me talk about HelloFresh before. You've also heard me talk about Green Chef, which is also owned by HelloFresh and just adds more variety of choices. Um, I absolutely love HelloFresh. It keeps mealtime exciting. They have over 40 recipes to choose from every week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. They have so many in-season ingredients, which is so, so important because you can really taste the freshness of every bite. They deliver farm to your door with peak ripeness you can actually taste. They do all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep, pre-portioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards, which is so freaking easy. And you can also hold on to the recipe cards for a later date, which is so cool. HelloFresh really takes the hassle out of mealtime and it also saves money. HelloFresh is a cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. It takes the stress out of your day and puts more money back into your pocket. I personally love the Presto Pesto Panko Chicken. So freaking good. Also, the Chicken Orzo Dinner is a fan favorite in the household. I love coming home from work after a super busy day and just knowing that I have time to sit down with my husband because my meal is already prepped. It can really make having dinner fun again rather than a chore. So I highly recommend you guys check it out. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50POW and use code 50POW for 50% off plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50POW and use code 50POW for 50% off plus free shipping. Highly recommend you guys try HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. I am someone who works out a lot. I'm very, very active. That means I'm sweating a lot throughout the week and I have been through the gamut finding good deodorants and things to help me feel fresh throughout the day. And I always thought it was interesting that BO comes from bacteria all over the body. So why does deodorant stop at our armpits? That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Lumi, the world's best whole body deodorant. Its acidified formula is clinically proven to control odor causing bacteria everywhere armpits, privates, and beyond for 72 hours. The founder is an OBGYN, Dr. Shannon Klingham, who has met thousands of women concerned with odor below the belt. She discovered that the vagina actually is not to blame, but bacteria on the skin, which is why she created Lumi. It's pH-optimized, aluminum-free deodorant that actually works everywhere. They have over 150,000 five-star reviews 
to prove it. I personally love all the different scents they have, like minted cucumber, soft powder, clean tangerine, toasted coconut. That really is something for everyone. And the fact that you can use it all over your body just makes it so easy. You can throw it in your gym bag. For me, I can take it horseback riding and really make sure I'm feeling fresh throughout the whole day. It's so different than any other deodorant I've ever tried because you can use it on your whole body. It's created by an OBGYN woman and you can block odor all day for up to 72 hours. It's aluminum free, baking soda free, paraben free and pH balanced. Lumi starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like the mini body wash and deodorant wipes and free shipping as a special offer for listeners new customers get five dollars off a lumi starter pack with code pow at lumideodorant.com that equates to over 40 percent off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code pow i always get asked about how i stay healthy while traveling and it really is a challenge but i feel like i've gotten into a groove where it isn't as hard for me anymore i just find ways of incorporating walking drinking enough water eating well and this is where we found western hotels we've actually used them for the team we traveled to coachella this past year and the whole team stayed in the western hotels And with over 200 destinations around the world, Western hotels make it possible for you to keep up with your wellness routine while traveling. You can work out the way you want with a variety of fitness options to keep your wellness routine on track while you're away. You can maintain focus in Western workout fitness studios equipped with state-of-the-art equipment. I know hotel gyms aren't always the best, but I can say from experience, these are amazing and you can really replicate the same workouts you're doing at home. You can eat well with Weston's Eat Well menu designed with foods that make sure you're meeting your nutritional needs. Weston chefs have crafted dishes with your well-being in mind. You can choose what's right for you and your desired portion size and nutritional balance. And most importantly, in my opinion, you can sleep well and recharge your body and mind with restorative sleep in Weston's renowned heavenly bed. I think sleep absolutely affects everything else and making sure we're sleeping well while traveling is super important as well. At Western Hotels, there's amenities and offerings aimed to help you move well, eat well, and sleep well, so you can keep your well-being close while away. Find wellness on your next day at Western. So when did you guys start the Instagram page, KKFit? Oh my gosh. Well, I I think I was the one who started. I remember laying on my bed. We, Ken and I shared a room. I was laying on my bed. And I would post on my personal page, this was in high school, just like food that I would bring to class or like food that I was eating. High after school? High, high school. school. Yes. So I, didn't I, even, was, I didn't even know what Instagram was. I was like, I'm not getting this. This is weird. And oh I, my God. Yeah, yes. I remember being like, what should our username be? And our friend Alyssa was over and she was like, have it be something twin. So we were like health net health nut fit twins health nut underscore fit twins it <laughs> used to be health nut fit yeah, twins like a couple years no, for a couple years even like after we had gained a following and oh, we're like okay no. this is like imagine we, we you were still the health this. nut twins I know. i'm dead i know i know thank god for the rebrand oh, thank god for the rebrand oh my goodness could you imagine hi are you the health nut twins like <laughs> oh my goodness so that's when we kind of started and it started out by just being kind of like a food diary right like didn't really think anything of it and then our friends would be like well you guys should post your workouts also we're like okay yeah like that kind of goes hand in hand together so I remember we started like how do we do this like Mm -hmm. I felt just awkward on Mm -hmm. camera like 
timid, obviously, because you're putting yourself out there and anyone can say anything that they want. You know what I mean? But like, okay, like we need to remember, like, we love doing this. I'm sure other people could fall in love with doing it Mm -hmm. also if they Mm -hmm. just start doing it. So kind of just remembering that as we went and we started, I remember going through our first, when it started kind of taking off, we had gone through, was it like our first cut? I think it was our first like fat loss yeah, phase yeah. and we just had physically changed a decent amount. So that was super appealing to people. People liked just following that journey. And then we're like, okay, like we want to be, I like am over the cutting phase. I want to go back into a building phase. So we went through maybe like an eight month building phase phase and people would follow along with that. And then I think our second cut is when things really took off. Mm-hmm. We're like super muscular really strong and that's kind of how it started we were just super consistent with posting and super passionate I remember we would go to like we would go to like Dick's Sporting Goods and get like all the cute outfits like Ken I remember Ken went to Lululemon one day and she like came back to the gym she's like I got the cutest outfit yeah like like, I would just be so excited to record in the cute outfit I did the same thing it was so important also to have a different look in every video a different hairstyle the tan the tan the the hair everything was important it's a lot Mm -hmm. and did you guys do like the scroll posts or like, how did you go about posting the workouts? I forget the, what was the scroll no, post? We I had, forget what we that was. We had just the, so before the scroll post was, there was no scroll, right? Just there a was video. No swipe, it was just it a was video. It was just one. So we would have like seven different exercises in one video and yeah. we would have each clip be like, I think it was like four to six seconds yeah. was like our yeah. happy number. Mm-hmm. You guys really were known for the bulking and cutting cycle. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I knew you guys Mm -hmm. for. And people love a transformation. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. what gets engagement. That's how my page really took Mm -hmm. off from my personal transformation. And I feel like people really knew you guys for that era. Mm -hmm. For anyone listening who doesn't understand what a bulk and a cut is, can you just explain it in more detail? Yeah, I would say so. The reasons why we would bulk would be to gain strength and then put on more muscle and then to also give our bodies a little bit of a break from being in a calorie deficit. So we would do that by, at the time we were tracking our macros, so we would increase our calories slowly by following a reverse diet, which is the approach of increasing your calories just slowly up to maintenance. And then either then... I guess that wouldn't really be the bulk. And then we would push ourselves into a calorie surplus to then more quickly put on muscle Mm -hmm. and just like expedite the process of building. So we would go through that process for about eight months. And then that also was like looking back though, like the extreme that we would go to, I remember like we were just very extreme on both ends. Like we would... I remember like stuffing our faces with food just to hit our calories, which is like so much stress on the body and just probably not overall that great for you. But looking back, we were just so dedicated. So we, I would say that is what, do you have anything that you want to add? Yeah, I would say that is what the bulk would be. It's just pushing yourself into a calorie surplus in order to build strength and muscle mass. And then also just repairing our metabolism that way when we were in, when we like wanted to go through a proper cutting phase like our bodies would actually be able to respond Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like drop weight and also so that when we did cut we wouldn't have to go down super low calories like we could get pretty dang lean I think 
the lowest that we went was like 1600 which is and we were like shredded so it's like it wasn't it wasn't that and it's low but it's not like no it's it's not not that low i remember watching your what i eat in a days and you guys were eating a decent amount and Mm -hmm. you were so Uh did it feel like you were restricting to you or you felt pretty satisfied Mm, i think that during i think during like the cutting phase i feel like we're satisfied but definitely at the end i would have like cravings for things Mm -hmm. like binging episodes like that nobody Mm -hmm. really talks about Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. i definitely during that phase i feel like i thought it was sustainable but looking back now i'm like okay probably not you know i've talked about this on the show before and i feel like there's such a thin line between living a healthy lifestyle and setting a goal and then Mm -hmm. over restricting Mm -hmm. so many people in the fitness industry have come out and said that they have struggled with that i personally have Mm -hmm. i never struggled with my relationship with food i feel so grateful that i haven't but anytime i pushed my body too much I found myself obsessing over food yes. and body it's, image. It's the craziest yes. thing. Like you, because when we were cutting, like we would definitely be, I remember being so food focused and that was all I would think about was like, okay, like how can I be, when we were cutting, like how can I be the fullest, like the most satiated, but still maintain like this lean physique? Like I remember being so hungry and I would eat like, I would eat oatmeal and peanut butter, like, I don't know, three times a day because I, that's just like what I craved at the time. And I feel like I consistently kind of had a sweet tooth too. So we would kind of try to find things to like curb that. And then it is just, it is a weird concept because like when you are lean and you go through like this fat loss phase, right? You're like, you get this attention or you, you feel, you feel good exterior, exteriorly. And you attach like your self-worth to that yeah. because like yeah. you're, you're feeling so good. Like people are complimenting you X, Y, Z. Like little do people know that you're like, okay, like all I'm thinking about is food all the time. Like that's no way to live, yeah. you know, or even going on trips. Like I remember not wanting to go on like vacations or trips because I'd be like, oh my gosh, like just so stressed out. Like, what am I going to eat? Like, am I going to have a gym to go to? Like, if dad's cooking X, Y, Z and everyone else is eating that, like, and I want to eat something else, like, are they going to judge me? Like, mm-hmm. it was just so much. Like, it was a lot. <laughs> I can relate yeah. so yeah. much. And I've been on trips where I am paranoid and worried about everything in my putting, I'm putting mm-hmm. in my mouth mm-hmm. to the point where I'm not enjoying the trip anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad when I look back on it. But when you're in it, there's a whole other layer of pressure when your livelihood depends on it Mm -hmm. and when you have an influx of people watching you and when you're known for the transformation of it all that's when it gets mentally difficult I think Mm -hmm. I agree Mm -hmm. I agree I feel like having to kind of like uphold I feel like we're very much known for like the bulking and the cutting and then like also our performance and it's like our livelihood and our income like also Mm -hmm. like it depends on that yeah, so having that pressure, like you mentioned, is it's it can be a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like even kind of transitioning to where we're at now, like going through like the whole transformation thing, like that does get a bunch of interaction. Like exactly. things yeah. are going good, and like that's definitely a high. Like I feel like we kind of blew up in that way, and it is it's a high. It absolutely is a high. Like you're getting all this attention, and like you're getting all these followers. You're getting different business opportunities, and you kind of you get like sucked into that kind of path 
and you're like, okay, like this is working. So you're just like, you continue to go and go and go and go. And then you do it again and again and again. And then you get kind of get to a point where you're like, okay, like who am I? What would I be without social media? And and am I even enjoying this for myself? Right. Or am I doing am I doing it for all the external f- factors and the things that come with it? Like mm-hmm. why am yeah. I actually doing right. this? And that is can be such a mind fuck. Totally. Oh my gosh, it's it was mm-hmm. such like it created so much just confusion and like internal chaos. It's your whole identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely. And, and I, then it's like, how do I, how do, if I don't want to be doing this anymore, like, how do I pivot and do something else? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what does the path look like now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to applaud you guys so much because I think how open you've been and how open you're being right now Thanks more. to Thanks evolving more. and changing is so admirable because I think so many people hold on to the old version of themselves mm-hmm. because they don't want to publicly admit that mm-hmm. they have found a better way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like they don't want to say, oh, I've realized the way I was doing things wasn't the best way and now I'm evolving and I've done that a few times I think evolving and changing is a part of the human experience Mm -hmm. and if we can be vulnerable and share it like that adds so much value to everyone's life that's so true I love that imagine if you guys had just kept doing what you were doing and being miserable because you felt like you had to I feel like I feel like I was personally doing that for like like six to eight months Mm -hmm. like Like when I I was feel like going through yeah when Kat was going through her mental health stuff in 2022 I was like okay Ken tie your shoes tight because like I feel like I'm the only one like able to like do what we're doing and it just it became like something you resented yeah it became something I resented yeah completely because it's like an internal identity crisis. It's yeah. like, I'm, I'm oh doing gosh, absolutely. The, the things I think I should do, but I don't want to be doing right. them. Uh-huh. Right. And, the, and then also going through like mental health and then knowing nothing about nervous system regulation. I feel like that's a whole nother topic. Like I just, I could tell my body was in like myself too. Like I was under so much stress and I was like, I have no other option but to continue training hard, lifting, sh- sharing like what people think is my passion Little do I know that that's like actually doing more harm than good for Mm -hmm. me. But I was like, I feel like I have no other option because like without this, like what is going to happen? Which is another stressor mm -hmm. in itself. You know, probably your way of supporting Kat during that time. For sure. Because I wasn't doing, I mean, I was off of socials for a year. I wasn't lifting, like wasn't working out, like was, had no energy to do anything. And in a way that's beautiful that you had each other during that. Yeah. Because otherwise you know, I don't know what would have yeah, happened. Right, and right. such such a great act of support. Thanks, Mar. Mm-hmm. The transition from summer to fall is here. The air is feeling more crisp in the morning. Cozy sweaters are coming out. The switch from summer sandals to chunky loafers are finally here. I'm really excited about fall, guys. And that's where Vionic comes in. They have curated the best styles to get you ready for the season. Everyone is excited for fall. The transition from summer to fall is here. The crisp, cool air in the morning. The cozy sweaters are out. The pumpkins are here. I'm so excited about this switch. And Vionic has created the best styles to get you ready for the season. They really have such a cute array of shoes with rich leathers and suede for your favorite workwear to weather-ready boots for trips to the pumpkin patch and performance sneakers to help keep you moving. 
I am personally loving the Gemma Mule slippers around the house. They are so comfy and cozy, but also really, really cute. I have them in the tan color, so they go with absolutely everything. They are so comfortable, but also if I need to step outside, they are like completely public appropriate. They are so cute. Vionics exclusive Viomotion technology is what sets them apart. They began by revolutionizing medical orthotics. Today, they continue to use that science to engineer shoes that leave you feeling energized and confident all day. Their footbeds are clinically proven to help with plantar fasciitis. My dad actually has that, so I really need him to check this out, and heel pain. So highly recommend you guys check out this website as fall approaches. So many cute options, but you know that your body feels good while you're wearing them, which is so, so important because we're wearing our shoes all day long and we need to be keeping our bodies well and good in the fall season. Use code POW15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at www vionicshoes.com when you log into your account one-time use only vionic shoes wearable well-being for your feet this episode is brought to you by whoop the 24 7 health and fitness coach that tracks your sleep strain recovery stress and more to provide personalized insights that help you reach your goals whether you're obsessed with putting in a little more effort in the gym or getting in those extra hours of sleep Whoop helps you improve your everyday health and wellness. Each morning, Whoop gives you a recovery score that acts as your daily guide for how much you should exert yourself. At the end of the day, you'll get a recommendation for your ideal bedtime and wake time. You can also track over 140 different habits and behaviors to see how they impact your overall health. I have been having so much fun with my Whoop over the past few weeks, guys, tracking my sleep, seeing how much I'm exerting myself every day. I actually wore it horseback riding and the strain level was crazy. I did not expect the level of exertion that I was actually using during my horseback riding. And it was really helpful to know actually. And I could see how many calories I was burning and know I should get some extra sleep that night. So I personally love the sleep and strain features. With features like strength trainer and stress monitor, see how your training impacts your heart and muscles or manage your stress levels with a real-time stress score and science back breath work. And because Whoop is a membership, you can expect all new features all the time without needing a new device. Ready to unlock the best version of yourself? Try Whoop for one month on us and start the journey towards a healthier you for free. Head to whoop.com, W-H-O-O-P.com to get started. What would you guys say was the breaking point that you were like, something has to give? Oh my gosh. gosh. Um... I feel like I should have listened to my breaking point probably long before my actual kind of rock bottom. But I would say, so kind of just to give a little bit of a background, I was in a relationship and I want to even get to that like further, like kind of like with where I am now, like regarding the situation. But I was in a relationship. I had kind of stress regarding social media and business at the time. I had gotten COVID back in August or September of 2021. And that like put me on my ass. Like I was severe brain fog, exhausted. And I feel like that kind of lingered. Like I had symptoms of long COVID for probably a year. Just like brain fog would have just like episodes of being like absolutely exhausted. 
but I also think it had to do with other outside stressors at the time. So I, that was August or September. And then I got engaged in October. And that was also, I just, at the time I did feel like that was a little bit soon. And that was another stressor, but I was like, okay, like we'll work through this. We had communicated about getting married, et cetera. And then I, at the time, Ken, or my, our lease was going to be up. And then also Diego's lease was going to be up at the time. So, and then we also have like our accountants being like, oh, like you guys should buy, like you're in a place to buy, like instead of renting like X, Y, Z. So just kind of not being, not being super informed and kind of not having much of an opinion for myself. I feel like I made a decision that was I made a decision just too soon. I bought a place, I bought a place in Costa Mesa, like two months after I got engaged, we moved in together. It was just a lot at one time, like so many big life decisions all at once. I was so stressed out. I wasn't enjoying lifting at this time. So I was just like, okay, like the stress of like, what am I going to post on social media? What do I do activity wise to like maintain what I look like in order to keep going with socials? And then I remember just really not feeling like myself mentally. And I remember just like, just, just in a very dark place. And I remember going to Diego and being like, something's like wrong with me. Like, I don't, I just, I don't want to get emotional. Um, Just like, okay, hold on. Give me a second. No, you're fine. Don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> I laugh. That's what happens, That's what happens when you really, when you really oh mean it, you know? Like it was, yeah, it was really bad. So I remember, and like, we've talked about mental health also, like it directly runs in my family. My mom like passed away from it when Ken and I were eight. And then my, one of my siblings suffers from it severely. So I was very scared with kind of the route that I was going down. I was like, oh my gosh, like, am I like, I felt like I was losing my mind and I was like, I was losing my mind. So I remember like going to Diego and be like, something's wrong. He's like, okay, well, like, let's get you help. Like, you're going to be okay. Just super supportive. And I remember that's when I started therapy. And I had also, during my whole kind of like childhood and early like adult years, always being like, I don't need therapy. I'm not going to let my past hold me back, X, Y, Z. So I was... At this point, I was like, okay, I need therapy because I need to kind of like figure out what's going on with me. So that was very helpful. I'm still seeing the same therapist and I absolutely love her. Like it's been absolutely life-changing. So after that, I remember going to get my blood work done because I was like, I remember I would like tell Ken and Diego like something is wrong. It's like I'm having symptoms of depression, but I feel like it's something more than that. Like I could tell that something like was wrong with my body or even like my brain, like my brain felt like it was just on fire, constantly on fire. And I didn't know why at the time. So I remember going to get my blood work done. I went back and forth, I think three times to this naturopathic doctor. And she, she was just like, what is going on? Like my cortisol was through the roof. She couldn't believe it. My thyroid was plummeted. She wanted to put me on, um, like herbs and vitamins and stuff for my thyroid, but it was so low that she was like, we have to put you on like thyroid medication. And then I had dormant viruses from when I was younger coming up. I had mold in my body. I remember doing like ozone therapy and the, the, my like blood wouldn't even come out because it was like so sludgy. Like it was like so thick. So that was going on at the time too. Like I was just so scared. And then I 
just mentally was just doing so horribly. And then I also felt this pressure then of like, I'm engaged, I'm a fiance. And like, this is what is happening. Like he just proposed to me three, two or three months ago. And I'm like, shitting my pants. Like I'm like completely losing my mind. So I felt a lot of pressure with that also. There was a point in time, even with the house where I couldn't, I like couldn't sleep there because I felt so triggered. I also, with buying the house, I think this is something that I didn't fully realize at the time, but looking back, I feel like I wanted to, just like the pressure with society and stuff. It's like, okay, like you get engaged, you get married and then you buy a house. Like it was just the right next thing to do. And like, I wanted a like big, nice kitchen for social media to film with. And it was just, it was, it just all felt out of control. And then I kind of fast forward to when I started feeling better. So I, I talked about this on my YouTube video. I didn't go into this much detail, but regarding Diego and I, so I tried to break up with him because I was like, I can't be in a relationship. Like I'm just, I'm so mentally unwell. Like I don't want to be in a relationship right now. I just like physically can't. Well, I felt like I couldn't. I feel, maybe I feel like I wanted to, but I felt like I couldn't at the same time. So I like tried to break up with him. He was like, are you sure this is what you want? Like, and I was like, no, it's not what I want, but I feel like I kind of have to. So we ended up chit-chatting we stayed together and then I was like okay well what is something else that I could do to relieve some stress so I ended up selling the house he moved into an apartment I moved back into not I moved back into the complex that Ken was living at where we had lived together prior into a different unit so now Diego and I Diego and I are living separately I'm like not doing good and then maybe a few weeks go by I try to break up with him again he's like are you sure this is what you want because if we're not if we're like done we're we're done. We're not going to go back and forth. So it was like, same thing. Like we stayed together for a little bit longer. And then a few weeks later went by and I was like, I can't do this because I just felt myself continuing to decline. And then I feel like I'm rambling. No, you're (laughs) good. And then, so I think a lot of people will really appreciate the details mm because I I had a lot of questions actually Mm -hmm, about like mm -hmm. the living situation, the engagement. Mm -hmm, So I think you're clearing up a lot Mm -hmm. of questions. Okay. Okay. So kind of fast forward, I was living in a different unit than Ken and I was always staying at Ken's place just because I couldn't be alone. Like I was like, I was just living in terror like every single day. Like if I would, I was just like so easily triggered by everything. So I was like, okay, I need to be around either Ken or Kayleen. Kayleen's our best friend since kindergarten. Love her. Um, And I was like, okay, I never want to post on social media again. Like I just don't want to do it. And our day to day is like, we have meetings regarding like, strive or content that we're going to get, et cetera, like YouTube. And I just like couldn't hear any of it because I was so, I just felt so disconnected from it. And I just didn't, I just didn't want anything to do with it. So I literally remember going into, and I was so serious. I remember watching this girl's YouTube videos and like she was baking and I was like, I want to be a baker. (laughs) I went into the Whole Foods bakery and asked if they were hiring. Cause I was like, I need, I was like, I need structure because I was like, I felt like I was just floating through my days. Yeah. And I, I didn't yeah. want, I didn't want to be in the gym. I didn't want to eat healthy. I just didn't want anything to do with what I, I guess, tied my identity to. Like, I feel like I was just shedding just all of this bullshit. I can relate in so many ways because I think when you live an extreme lifestyle mm-hmm. where you do the same things 
over and over mm-hmm. and over and it's stressful mm-hmm. and it's hard i have mental breakdowns frequently where i'm like i'm gonna be a farmer yeah i'm done yeah. like <laughs> i will go. when i'm spiraling i watch youtube videos of people farming and I'm like, I want to do that instead. Hey, that's not out of the picture for you. It's not, <laughs> it's not out of the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not out of the question. Yeah. But I completely understand where you're coming from. It's like a complete rejection of everything that you know mm-hmm. because suddenly it isn't working anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you feel so separate. Like I felt so disconnected from myself too because yeah. that was like a part of me that did work for so long and like did work very hard. And I do like love some of those traits that she had or has or that I have and I just felt like it brought me I resented it just because I felt like it had got me into the position that I currently was in right so at that point in time I was like okay what am I gonna do realistically like I need to be working I can't just not have a job like no so and at this time Kendra were you at this time oh my gosh where were you at (laughs) like what were you doing oh my goodness um at this time so Cat's kind of downward with mental health started early 2022. And then at for like a six month period or maybe like a four to six month period, I was like, oh my gosh, like I was feeling so good. I feel like part of my like purpose and passion was like to help support Cat, to like just like be there for her. I just like Kat felt was really picking good. Out my clothes. Like for I me. was like picking out her outfits. <laughs> like I was just like, I, felt, I was so overstimulated. Was, yeah. Like I just, it was, yeah, it was I was bad. like going to her appointments with her. I'm like, I was feeling really good at the time. I was also in a relationship that just added like a lot of stress and pressure to me. And that was just kind of, very like much so up and down but I remember at that point in time like he like was very supportive so I just felt like things in my personal life were like going pretty well and then I just started not feeling like the best mentally and I'm like is this like a placebo effect I'm like am I like convincing myself that I'm not feeling well because I know Kat's not feeling well like I was like is this like I it was just confusing it was really confusing like I just started having really similar symptoms as Kat so I at that time was doing everything social wise like basically everything business wise which was a lot because I feel like we typically balanced off each other like if I wasn't doing that good like Kat would pick up the slack and then like if she wasn't doing that good I would pick up the slack so I feel like I had kind of like nothing left to like hang on to or like fall back on so I was like okay like I just continued to just like push and push and push. And even though like my internal internal being and like my intuition and like so many other factors were telling me to like slow down, I like couldn't. I just like feel like I couldn't, which created so much just like stress and internal turmoil. Um, and then also kind of like I was so worried for Kat. Like I just like wanted her to be okay. I'm like going to cry. Um, but like... It was also like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Because like, I didn't understand like what was going on. Um, So I feel like there was like, in a sense, like a little bit of like, also like resentment, but like, I also cared so much. I was like, no, like, don't come back. Don't come back. Like, do what you need to do. Like, take, take your time. Um, so it got to a point where I was like, okay. I was like, this isn't good. Um. And if, like, we both continue going down this road, like, it's just not going to be good. Um, So finally kind of, like, setting our ground. um, Yeah, finally, like, setting our ground. We're like, okay, we clearly need to take a break. (laughs) It needs to be more than, like, a week or a few days. So we took, we decided to take a month off of socials. And mind you, at that time, we had, like, just been coming out with our app. We're, like, working just 
hard behind the scenes. Our app was supposed to launch in like during Black Friday. Um, and at that time, like we both, we both like really, really weren't doing that well. This was at the end of 2022. Um, Which is tough because you have a team of people relying on you. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like our brand is so like, it's like- And millions this, of like, people. Yeah, yeah. Like we're launching this brand new thing. And like little do people know, like we're just doing both so not well, just so terrible. And they would have had no idea. No idea. We were we were kind of open about it, but it got to a point where I'm like, I can't continue to share. Like, I just need to figure out my stuff. Like, I need to just chill for a little bit. Like, and everyone was so very supportive. supportive. I remember making one or two posts. Ken kind of pushed me just to like make. She's like, you need to tell people what's going on. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, how am I supposed to write something? I'm just like, just write exactly how I'm feeling. That 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 just feels like not a cry for help, but I also didn't want the sympathy from like, or I didn't want the sympathy and I didn't want, I guess like recommendations or to believe that I actually did have all this support because then I thought that that would be an even bigger pressure for me to get better. Yes. Right. Yes. So it's also just the feedback in itself. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you just want to sit with your own shit, shit mm-hmm. for a second. Yes. You have to. Because the second you post something, it's like, have you tried this? Maybe you should try this. It's overwhelming. Right. Even with my acne when I post about mm-hmm. it, it's like an influx. And then mm-hmm. suddenly everyone feels like they have the right to tell you how to live your life or to suggest things and it's maybe you just need to be alone for a minute mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like you want to you want to let people know what is going on but then there's also that side of it where it's just so overwhelming right, right. so how long did you guys end up taking off like total i um, think we did like a month and a half i, I think, think we, we did for a month and it was like a month and a I half i think it was two months well, i mean for cat me, was off for an me, entire it was year. like a, uh, over a year cat was off for I a was year like, fuck this i'm done he's like i'm seriously yeah and what did you do and then also also not to interrupt but also also at that point she had gained how much did you gain oh my gosh i was yeah going through everything i just felt i fell back into just like old eating habits and i was like i was binging and purging like multiple times a day and i would i was doing that for like a couple of weeks i had gained i had gained i think 50 pounds within the span of like nine months nine to 11 months and then so So that was also that was another kind of battle in itself like I was like we're in this fitness space and here Mm -hmm. I am like gaining a bunch of weight I'm like not working out like it wasn't good weight I looked unhealthy I was super inflamed I was like embarrassed to go into the gym or like see people that I knew because I'd be like I just felt like they would look at me and be like oh my god like what happened of course that nobody would say that actually but that's just how I kind of felt that. And I feel like during that time, like I like felt for you, but I was also like, okay, this is now putting even more pressure on myself because I feel like now I have to like uphold this image and like be like Mm -hmm. KK fit, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. Do you you think the fact that you guys are twins almost like added to that pressure? Because if you were just sisters, you wouldn't have this, your business partners, Mm -hmm. your twins, Mm -hmm. your friends, Mm -hmm. like in a way- it adds a level of support, but in a way it also adds a level of pressure mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, if one's absolutely. struggling, it's on the other mm-hmm. one. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. For me going through it, like even when I was taking a break, since Ken was posting, I felt like I never fully got a break because I feel I was still kind of like wrapped up in, like I was still hoping with some content, like I would like help set stuff up yeah. or like film you or whatever. Like I feel like I never fully got to detach from it 
So that was definitely a challenge. And then I also feel like because I was posting, it didn't really give like our audience a chance to like really realize that like you were severely suffering. Like I think people just maybe I, 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 I imagined that you were feeling like this. I don't know if you were actually feeling like this, but that like you, people thought you were fine and that like everything was good. Well, because a lot of the time people don't know which one's posting. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> I don't think people exactly. know. So people just, you know, they just have no idea. They're like, it's like, Ken oh, it's, Ken, it's Yeah, it's Ken Cat. I think <laughs> I, I, the KK. honestly, I think that may be the case. Before you know I knew I mean? you guys in person, like now when I sit with you, I know who's who. Mm-hmm. But when I would just tune into your page, it could have been either of you. Either and I wouldn't or. have known the brand mm-hmm. was still existing. Mm-hmm. Like it was still going. Mm-hmm. And that also must be difficult when you're struggling with your identity in itself. It's like people don't even really know who I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, it totally was. It totally, like I'm over here kind of going the opposite direction of what our business was. And then Ken's still like, Ken's still posting and doing everything that's in line with it. So I felt like, okay, well, if I ever come back, I have to be that again. Otherwise, what's going to happen? It was just so scary in your head. I feel like it's just so overwhelming on this healing journey Mm -hmm. what do you think were the major steps you took to get where you are now because now I feel like you guys are thriving you're living authentically Mm -hmm. you seem healthy inside and out what do you feel like were the main things that you had to do during that time I feel like for me one therapy has been huge really learning how to like actually trust myself and listen to my intuition because I feel like for so long I didn't I was also in a relationship that was very kind of like up and down and emotionally like very stressful and I removed myself from that which I think was the right decision and allowed me to just like actually kind of like relax and figure out like what I wanted to do yeah, I would say those would be like the main kind of going off Ken's absolutely therapy just yeah. to be able to, I remember, I feel like I've always been somebody to be like, I don't know how I'm feeling this type of way, but like, I didn't know how to express my emotions. I just would kind of bottle everything in, not ever talk about just how I was feeling. I genuinely didn't know how to, like, I remember my therapist asking like, what are you feeling? And I'd be like, I don't know. I'm just having these symptoms. And then we would kind of break it down. Like, where are you feeling it in your body? And then we would kind of dive deeper into that. So absolutely therapy and then also kind of pairing off of what Ken said just making no matter how hard the decisions are you know in your gut you know know. like whether you're doing the right thing or not and like to not ignore that Mm -hmm. and to trust that lean into it know that everything's going to be okay and just to have like have have some type of hope like I remember just being I remember feeling so hopeless and Ken would be like just kind of rooting me on and being my cheerleader like it's okay that you're feeling like this but like you're not going to feel like this forever like actually know actually knowing that you're not going to be in this situation forever so I would say yeah therapy and then just making the difficult decision even if you know it's going to be like the most challenging thing ever yeah I feel like something that also really helped was like hanging out with more friends Mm -hmm. like being more social even if it feels a little bit uncomfortable I feel like for so long I would only hang out with like Kat Kayleen the guy I was with at the time Mm -hmm. and maybe like a couple other friends sporadically Mm -hmm. but I feel like really prioritizing relationships has just 
I don't know, help me like feel more connected to like them, myself. 100%. Like I learn more about myself every time I hang out with somebody, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like we both made the decision also to go back to school to like have something else for ourselves. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think yeah. connecting with people yes. is a huge one mm-hmm. because one thing I realized is if you can show up at the lowest version of yourself and mm-hmm. still get love from someone and be able to tell them what you're experiencing yeah. mm-hmm. and they still love you back and don't abandon you. Mm-hmm. For me, that was huge mm-hmm. because yes. I kind of have abandonment issues. And mm-hmm. I think in my head, I thought it's better to self-isolate than show up as this version of me mm-hmm. because right. they're never going to want to see me again. To show up and connect regardless of how insecure you're feeling I feel like just bolsters your confidence and shows you that people are still there for you no matter what it also reminds you of like who you are because it's like you can get so lost in your thoughts when you're isolated and just like not hanging out with anybody and then you just rabbit hole every single little thing like I feel like when you're with other people you even if they don't bring the best out of you you just remember you just remember who you are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm mm-hmm 100%, 100%, yeah, and especially if you find the right people, they can reflect back mm-hmm. the best version mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. And you can laugh again, and I think it really does bring a positive a positive energy. Yeah, yeah. I agree. 100%. It can give you a necessity. Mm-hmm. What would you guys say is your perspective on health and fitness now today compared to what it used to be oh my gosh gosh. I feel like so much has changed looking back I'm like I cannot even believe that we used to like slam pre-workout six days a week lift heavy hitting PRs like every three days like insane I'm just like I can't I can't imagine like how much havoc that was just putting on our bodies and our nervous system so and I remember like, I was going to say also like we, we were also tracking macros at the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're very, we thought we were like in, in tune with nutrition. And I feel like I've always been passionate about nutrition, but I feel like we weren't aware of like the actual quality of products and like food we're putting on our mm-hmm. body. Like mm-hmm. nor did we have any idea about like hormonal health, any of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're just like protein, carbs, fats, like let's hit the numbers. And we thought that was healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like our perspective, if you want to dive more into that, has yeah, I would significantly. say we're both eating intuitively now. I feel I'm personally trying to eat whole nutrient dense foods. I am just really focusing on what I'm putting in my body. I'm trying to make sure I'm eating a decent amount of protein, amazing for overall hormonal health. I feel like I'm finally in tune with myself where I can eat. I can, I know when I'm hungry and I know when I'm full. I feel like in the past it was like, I couldn't leave a bite on my plate yep. because I would have the bite and then I would still, I would like, I, I would still want more. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was mm-hmm. just a, like, okay, I need to sit down, eat my food and then like go, like go do something. Um, Now I feel like I can, yeah, I'm just, I feel, I feel a lot more in tune with myself. I feel at peace. I don't feel overwhelmed by food. I feel like I, we have intertwine just more forms of exercise which has been really fun opposed to just lifting all the time Mm -hmm. like try to do pilates once every two weeks try to do yoga once a week and then i'm lifting like three days a week i'm walking a lot which i just feel like is overall so good for me i just feel overall a lot more balanced and sustainable i feel what else 
I'm taking my vitamins every day, yeah, which vitamins. is amazing. <laughs> Whenever yeah. I see you guys, yeah. you ask me questions about the previous podcast episode, which yeah. I love the fact that you listen to the podcast. Oh my like, gosh, it's, it's our favorite. Podcast. It's our absolute favorite. Yeah, other all the time. These yeah. are my biggest fans, yeah. guys. Literally yeah, we are, Mar, I no love, I so love you guys so much. <laughs> Seriously, they always are like, so that part of the Paul Saladino episode where he said this, what did he mean by that? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you guys. Thank you You're for like, wait, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, I don't remember the conversation. They're like taking notes. Where would you guys say your body image is at now compared to what it was at during the the bulking and cutting phase? Yes, that's a good question. I feel like when we're bulking and cutting, we were so like attached to our bodies and cared so much about what we looked like, which I feel like served its purpose, but I feel like it also did probably more harm than good. I feel like now I'm like yesterday I didn't have the best body image day, but I'm like, I feel good with where I'm at. I'm like, I'm a little bit like, I guess you could say like thicker or like a little bit softer, but I'm not, it doesn't like determine my happiness. Mm -hmm. It doesn't determine like if I'm going to go on a date, if I'm going to hang out with a friend, if I'm going to like wear a certain thing, I just feel like really good overall with where I'm at. I'm like, like, although I, although like I would, of course, like I would like to have like tweaks and like change like a few things, but I don't feel like consumed or like obsessed with my image. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's a bad thing to like also to want to look better. Yeah. I feel like there is this, uh, there is this, I guess like stereotype to, of course, like I feel like I 100% had to learn how to love myself even in order to like move in a healthy direction regarding my body image and just like making good choices. I feel like we definitely don't tie as much just so overall self-worth to like what our exterior looks like. Mm -hmm. But I also don't think it's like, I I still do have like goals, but I'm just like not so Mm -hmm. wrapped up in that. Like it's not my whole livelihood. Yeah. I love that. There's a gray area. Yeah. I think on the internet, people want a black and white Mm -hmm. solution. Mm -hmm. You can love yourself and be happy with where you're at, Mm -hmm. but also still want to get better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I don't know about you guys, but- I think back to the times of my life when I was my leanest and I was my most insecure. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I was mm-hmm. literally more confident when I was heavier. Wow. Isn't that Because wow. I feel like when you're leaner and you're so obsessed with how you look and how you eat, you get a skewed image of how you look. Cause mm-hmm. you, you do. I would mm-hmm. do body checks all day. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Every time every, I get the chance to look at my stomach in a mirror, I'm doing it. The reflection on the cars walking by, like oh, every. Yeah. No, I want to throw up thinking yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like everywhere. Every two seconds, yeah. do I still have abs? Do I yeah. still have abs? Do I still have Insane. abs? Insane. Oh, I ate a crumb and they're gone. Right. Insane. I and I'm getting lean as I, as I was yesterday. Yeah, like, or filming a video when yeah. being like looking back. I remember not even posting. Sir. I look back now and I'm like, I was literally shredded, but I remember, like, I remember that specific day put me back in the moment. Like, wanting to tweak this or this or like not posting it because I didn't look like lean or jacked enough. It's crazy. I I have the same experiences. I look back on these like vacation content I have that I never posted because I thought that I was too heavy and I'm the leanest I've ever been. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre what the brain does? Uh And it makes me shiver thinking Uh about it. I remember like when Kat and I first moved to um, Orange County I remember being so excited because we'd go through our bulking and cutting phases. I was like, oh, like we'll be lean during the summer. Like I was just like so excited to like go out and be lean. Not that I'm saying that that's a bad thing, but I remember that that was like what I also tied like my most like happy moments and like joy to was just Mm -hmm. being like tiny Mm -hmm. and small, Mm -hmm. which I just feel like is not a sustainable, like good place to be. So I feel good with where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. What would you guys say are your main priorities now health wise? Oh my gosh, overall health-wise, 
I would say my main priority right now would definitely be like continuing with where I'm going with my mental health Mm -hmm. um and then also like nervous system regulation I feel like if you're like I was in fight or flight for so long that I feel like I was probably in fight or flight my whole entire life without knowing it and then I was just even more heightened going through that whole transitional period but knowing what it's like to be in a sympathetic state I'm like I remember even doing therapy sessions with my therapist and she would have me do like a body meditation or a body scan. And I remember being like, if I could only just feel like this all the time, like I actually feel normal. Mm -hmm. And then like that would kind of like wear off after a few days and then like, you know, whatever. But I feel, yeah, I feel like having my nervous system regulated that way I can just like think thoroughly, be at peace, feel at peace and take that into take that into my days with me and then to also just be consistent with exercise and nutrition as the way that I have been doing of course I'm like still learning a lot regarding like hormonal health and stuff which is Mm -hmm. so exciting it can also be a little bit overwhelming because I I hear this and then I hear this so I'm like okay finding what works for me Am I even answering the question? Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah, you are. I'm like, <laughs> honestly, my, my, I'm like, my answer would probably similar. be the same. Yeah. Well, I, Ken, and really, I, Ken and I live together yeah. still, so I feel like a lot of the things that we do now are She's like, oh, I did a similar. jumping meditation this morning. Like, I feel like, I feel so good. I'm like, Kat, no, send it to me. Like, like a jumping we'll do, meditation. We'll do. <laughs> She's I, like, is that actually? I need that. <laughs> it, was, it was good. It was on the app. It was on the app calm. And they have like these, so I'll do... I also want to really start prioritizing meditation a little bit more. I think that I, when I used to hear the word meditation, like years ago, I'd be like, ew. ew. Yes. Or just like, I can't no, do I'm it. No, I'm a hardcore like, I would sit there, You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? But I'm like, okay, wow. Just really being able to calm and ease your yeah, mind. Yeah, to calm, to calm, to self-soothe myself because I didn't know how to do that for the longest time. I would just freak out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's powerful, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the thing I keep thinking about, do you guys feel like, that extreme phase you were in, you were kind of running away from something? I feel like we've talked about this. I'm like, I feel like growing up, we didn't really have like that much like stability um, in regards to just our upbringing. So Mm -hmm. I feel like that was like the one thing that we had control over Mm -hmm. and it felt good to like know where we were going. Like I feel like the gym was our our training. Yeah, to have control over like our training, our appearance, the way we looked. I feel like we're very passionate about Mm -hmm. it as well. Kind of like no matter what's going on in the outside world or like what's going on at home, like we can still get dressed and we can still go to the gym and like make ourselves feel better so powerful like I think what you said sums it up Mm -hmm. and I can relate in so many ways Mm -hmm. like I and honestly maybe we needed it at Mm -hmm. the time I think yeah I love the quote what used to serve you isn't going to serve you for the rest of your life that's not the exact quote but whatever worked for us at that time was maybe what we needed to survive, mm-hmm, but it mm-hmm. isn't necessarily what's going to take us to the next level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like 100%. you guys kind of had that realization. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was a kind of a drastic realization uh-huh. that you were like, oh shit, we need to change something. But now looking back, are you so grateful that you had that rock bottom moment? Absolutely. Yeah, looking back, Absolutely. I'm like, if I can pull myself out of something so heavy and so dark, like I can truly get through anything. Like I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like the most confident with myself. I feel like if, if anything comes at me and is going to kind of like, of course things are going to happen in life, but if things are kind of like threatened to knock me off my rocker or like 
intrude on just like my well-being or my overall emotional peace or mental peace like I know how to set a boundary for myself I feel like looking back like I was always just such a people pleaser and would like would want to be liked or I would not want to bring something up in a relationship because I wouldn't want the confrontation like I just feel I'm so grateful to have gone through that because I just feel it has served me so well but also my relationship so well Mm -hmm. I feel like for me too I'm like I feel I'm like I feel very grateful that I went through everything I feel like I always wanted to have just like more wisdom and like more depth and like know more about myself but I was like how do I get there like I feel like so many people are talking about and just are like just so connected to themselves and like so self-aware but I feel like I wanted that so bad but I was just like how do I get there and I feel like I can actually like say that I'm there because of everything and just by having that mm-hmm, experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, you I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't everything. take it back. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I know that I'm, I learned so many damn lessons. <laughs> My gosh, yeah. some I may take back, so, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, I feel like I learned just so much throughout that whole process. Looking ahead, where do you see yourselves going next? your apps drive, yeah. any other business endeavors, yeah. life in general, yeah. school. Oh my gosh, yes. yes. What are we so, thinking? Oh my goodness. What are I you feel, thinking, Lincoln? Uh, that's definitely a big question. I feel- Bakery? Bakery? <laughs> Freaking maybe a farm. I'm like, whenever people are like, Where? like, do you ever see yourself moving? I'm like, I would love to have a farm. Like genuinely, I just feel like Orange County can be so fast paced and yes. there's so many successful people. Like- beautiful successful everywhere you look like it definitely can be pressure the pressure it's just like Mm -hmm. overwhelming and it it just it is what it is but oh my gosh regarding strive so I I would love to have a platform that is just like overall more versatile so maybe having like some trainers coming on for I'm like we've been loving Pilates and yoga so Mm -hmm. just having just more variety like we are still we are still lifting and I feel like lifting girlies but I definitely do feel more inclusive to other things maybe having like a meditation on there so just really trying to I don't know focus on what other people need in that aspect I feel like it's been fun to work on yeah sure it's it's enjoyable for sure I feel like personally like we're both I'm we're both in school part-time from Monday to Thursday at night and I just I'm like I want to travel I feel like I'm like finally like Mm -hmm. in a place to travel like I just want to explore I love um, that. I feel like that's where I'm at personally and just being able to stay in my body and like be, being able to continue to have a peace of mind. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. like that's my main priorities mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. yeah what right. are you both doing at school, by the way? Aesthetician. <gasps> I, I know. I have two more months left. I Ken know. has what? I, like five? I'll graduate in January. Okay. The latest I could graduate is March, like if my attendance isn't the best, but... I'm thinking January. Which has been so fun to be able to like just focus on something else other than fitness. And I do feel like it kind of is all intertwining regarding like skin and health and wellness. Yes. So that's been super cool just to learn more about just the skin and like products and different facials, et cetera. Our older sister was always super into skincare. So I feel like that's why we're like, we've always been into skincare. Yeah. She was like wearing sunscreen on us at the age of like, yeah. So yeah. Well, you guys are glowing lately. Thanks more. Do you think it's because you're like absorbing all this information and applying it in your own skincare routines? 
I maybe like I, like I feel like it's internal yeah it's like of shedding it, honestly <laughs> like, like I feel like I'm like no matter my face like I, it's constantly changing but the more I feel like that I'm able to just kind of like release and work through I feel like you have like an internal glow I love you that. know you I get love. it you 100%. have it I've been yeah. I've been through shit with my skin yeah and I have to say whenever I'm the most stressed and the most activated yes. is when my skin is at its worst when I obsess over my skin it looks worse and mm-hmm. worse I know. and when mm-hmm. I stop thinking about it it gets better do you better. pick or are you picker yeah me More, too I'm such a bad picker yeah it, you know what it is I have really bad mental health genetics in my family like mm-hmm. OCD and mm-hmm. I think it's an OCD tendency yeah or like a little bit of a self-harm tendency yeah honestly yeah I've kind of been looking into that and I that's need, why I, I have need a lot to look of more into it. Because so, like I, I have a little tool, like or yeah, our, our mom, mom was a huge picker. picker. I remember like seeing her when we were younger, like in the sink in the mirror, just like digging at her skin. Ah, and yeah. I feel like that could yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, that's so interesting. I know I'm it's something I'm working on. Uh-huh. Do you guys mind if we do some fan Q and A? Yeah, rapid fire. Rapid fire. Perfect timing. Okay, rapid fire. Rapid fire. How do you become a Gymshark athlete? Oh my gosh. I feel like I feel like just sharing your journey, like having a purpose behind the content that you're sharing, like tagging the company would help. Um, mm-hmm. Wearing the clothes, obviously, and just staying true to yourself. I feel like there's like no real secret. I feel like they're kind of transitioning into not just lifting. I feel like they have like a very broad kind of audience and like, I guess you could say like athlete mm. crew. So yeah. That would be my answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was that rapid fire enough? Did you guys freak out when they first reached out? Yeah. Yeah, when you know, we, yeah, because when we started, we're like, okay, if we were to ever get sponsored, like I would want to be sponsored by Gymshark and Peace Science. Like those were the only two companies. And like we had some other companies reach out to us and we're like, no, like it's not Gymshark yet, XYZ. And then I remember getting an, an email from this guy named Derby. And I was like, Dur- okay, this like, is come not on. real. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like this is not real. And it was real. It was yeah. legit. And that's kind of how we it did happened. like a six month trial it was period. So exciting. And then, yeah. And then signed with them for long term. And now how many collections have you guys done with them? We've one. only done one. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it's like I was, have the shorts. What, yeah. yeah. You do more. Yes. <laughs> They're my what booty color, shorts. Orange. And what's the other one? Green? The green. The sage. Yeah. Yeah. Orange and green. Yeah. I love the green. Um, Favorite high protein recipe. Ooh. Oh my God. That's a good question. I'm like trying to think about what I would actually... Like what what my favorite one is. Mine um, would be like mine would just be a good bowl. Like with yeah. maybe like ground turkey or ground beef with maybe like lettuce, rice, beans, avocado. Kind of like a burrito bowl. Yeah. Something simple that I can easily throw together uh-huh. Uh-huh. that doesn't take too much prep. Either that or I feel like when I get home late, I'm like, I need something quick. Like I need to go to bed. I get home at like 10 20. So I'll typically have like a can of tuna and then I'll do I'm like last night I just did like mustard I'll do a little bit of coconut aminos I threw rice in there say arugula a little bit of pumpkin seeds yeah like I just like mix this like whole, no it's good no it's like actually good no that sounds it's fire. actually good it sounds yeah. like a label but like yeah higher protein I love I, I don't know I feel like something easy like pumpkin what about seeds. what about you more I need to know favorite high protein yeah I mean I'm just yeah, pounding right, steaks over here yeah. <laughs> you love the ribeye <laughs> I literally nothing creative I eat so much steak yeah and I love a tuna bowl okay what else do I do fee for high protein I'm, pr- I'm just pounding steak at the moment I'm just gonna keep se- it simple okay okay oh this is a juicy one are you still engaged I am so Diego and I are actually back together 
I know. <laughs> you guys, we didn't talk. Oh my gosh, we didn't talk for eight months. Like no communication. I made a fake Instagram account and would like look at his stories and shit. Oh yeah. But I feel like I'm like, I need to be, I need to be connected to you in some sort of way. Even though at the time I was like, okay, we're probably not never gonna get back together again because that's just like where I was at. And I just had to be at peace with that. And it definitely took a while, but we're back together. We ran into each other at a brand new gym back in, when was that? Like five months ago now. I saw him first. I freaked and, out. I was like, oh my gosh, Diego. And yeah. like at the time he was like, I was so excited to see him as if like nothing had happened. And he's like, hi. Like he was so confused. Like, why are you so excited to see me? But go ahead. But we're <laughs> back together. We're not engaged. We're taking things slowly. Aw. And congrats. I'm very happy. I love that. Thank you, more. Do you guys cycle sync your workouts? I do not. Um, I feel like, well, I don't. I'm not like hardcore about it. I feel like I naturally like through the second phase of my cycle and like close to my menstrual, I do feel like just like more fatigue and tired. So I will like lighten up the load a little bit, but I don't, I'm not. It's I'm intuitive. Not there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's intuitive. I f- yeah, I feel like mine's intuitive too. Yeah. Like I definitely, I definitely do feel just more tired towards the start of my period. So I feel like I will be like walking more, maybe doing more yoga, but I do love lifting. And I also feel like lifting does give me energy. Like even if I am tired, like if I go and work out, even if it's not, even if it's not some crazy intense workout, I will walk out of the gym having more energy. Same. Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. like you can weightlift in a way where it's actually still pretty low impact. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you can either fly around and keep your heart rate up or you can take it really slow. Take longer rest periods. Like you don't even need to be doing compound lifts. Like you can do some like dumbbell stuff. Yep. So beneficial. Maybe not so many supersets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love a good superset. I know. I know. How do you guys deal with sister comparison? Oh my gosh. I've I don't, actually, I've actually like severely had to like work through this. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't get competitive like vibes from you guys. Yeah. No, not in a, not in a sense of like, comp- not, not like competitive, but I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel like Kat went through this like huge transformation. Like, I feel like she's like an entirely like new person, like has this whole brand new identity. Like I felt like I had to have something like that and other to like get to the other side type thing. Wow. But like learning how, yeah, like learning how to like detach from that and like really just kind of like pulling things back. And I was like, like, I don't know. I just feel like you have like this whole new like aura and energy. And I feel like I was like wanting that so bad. Talking about this like makes me like a little bit emotional. Um, I feel like I wanted that so bad, but I was so like externally focused, which wasn't healthy. Like it was in a sense, like a comparison, like Kat has something that I don't, but yeah, I feel like I've, I feel like I've like worked through that recently and I feel like really good with where I'm at, but I feel like we're not necessarily like super competitive. Yeah. I I feel like looking back, I feel like we've always been each other's biggest cheerleaders, to be honest. Like we've never really been, I feel like, yeah, we'll have like sister fights and stuff and be like, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, we're fine two seconds later, but we've always kind of been a team. And I feel like we've always been able to rely on each other for certain things. And I do think that we, yeah. Um, give me a second here. I feel, yeah, I feel like, I just feel like we're not that like competitive. I feel like you, we're not like that like na- like nasty competitive. I feel like it's like in a healthy way. When I first if met you guys, I feel like I was shocked at how it felt like you guys were just besties. 
Yeah, it's I like, like how we it are. Is. Oh, we just get it. Like we'll crack up at the dumbest shit. Like it's just like, we'll look at each, if something happens, like we'll just look at each other and we get it. Or yeah. like, we'll be able to like make this stupid, <laughs> we'll talk in like basically different languages. Like no one else would even be able to understand what yeah, we're saying. And, and like, we'll just, we just like, we just start laughing. And like, we'll just continue, yeah. continue yeah. doing it. And it's the funniest thing ever. Like, and I feel like when nobody else would get it. Right. Yeah, which no I else. love. Yeah. And I do not get competitive vibes from you guys, which mm-hmm. you would, is kind of crazy considering the industry you're in and yeah. what you guys do. Uh-huh. But I feel like when you've been through really hard shit together mm-hmm. you're just strong I was yeah. gonna say too like yeah. even even growing up like I feel like we've never been even like with our older sister we've never had that even a relationship with her where it's like very bantery or like I mean like we can be silly together but it's more of like okay like we need to protect each other and be nice to each other because mm-hmm. everything out there is like scary and not safe so it's like I feel like we have always had this connection where it's like I don't know. I feel like we've we're just, just been hyping team. each other up and like, yeah, we're there for each other. Yeah. I feel like we're definitely lucky in that aspect. I'm learning so much about you. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cute, guys. I really am Dr. Yeah, Phil today. Yeah, you're Dr. Phil. All right. Oh my goodness. Now it's time for the question we ask every guest. Oof. I started this podcast because I believe everyone's pursuit of wellness looks different. What does wellness mean to you both? I literally was thinking... I was laying in bed last night. I was like, I know what Maury's going to ask me this question. So I like literally feel so prepared. <laughs> she takes out notes. She's I like, literally was like, yeah, I'm, like, well, I'm ready. Um, no, but I feel like wellness can mean so many different things. I feel like it's really like coming back like to yourself and prioritizing kind of like every area of your life and giving attention to like your spiritual health, your mental health, your physical health, like nutritionally, like all those things and really just trying to have a peace of mind mm-hmm. I feel like that's mm-hmm. like I the love most that. important thing I love that yeah I would say wellness to me would be I feel like it is kind of ever-changing and like de- genuinely depends on the day but I would just say being trying and continuing to practice being in tune with myself and just listening to what listening to what my body and my mind need for that day or even moment and not judging that Absolutely love mm-hmm. those answers. Thanks, I agree a hundred percent. Where can people find you guys online? Where can they download the app? Well, our Instagram is KK underscore fit underscore. Um, the app is Strive by KK Fit, and then we also have a YouTube channel. I think you could just look up KK Fit or Kendra and Catherine, and that's and where you can that's find us. It. Yeah. Love you guys. Love, love you. Thank more. you so much Thank for, you for you. having us. That was so fun. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Go comment on my last Instagram at Mari Llewellyn with the guest you want to see next. I'll be picking one person from the comments to send our bloom greens to. Make sure you hit follow so you never miss my weekly episodes. If you enjoyed the conversation, be sure to share and leave a review. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.